I'm not the one to get in people's business or tell anybody how they should live. I'm Siobhan Davis, marriage strategist and coach for Married Millennials. And here on the Married Millennials podcast, we're talking about the good, bad, indifferent, ugly, all the things as it pertains to marriage. I'm talking about giving you guys practical tools based on biblical principles so that we can walk out this covenant and do marriage God's way. Hey y'all, we back for another episode of the Marry Millennials podcast. So we already know, in marriage, you you finna fight. You gonna fight about the cat, the dog, the rats, the roaches, everything that come up that is that you feel like is op- opposition, right? And we know that this is normal. Conflict is inevitable in marriage, but the way that we choose to handle conflict, the way that we choose to fight in different seasons makes a difference in how we see the marriage, how we view our spouse, how we view our situations. We are so honored and so blessed today. Let me tell you something. First of all, she a whole heavy hitter. She coming to take the gloves on today. She usually, she, she keeps the gloves on because she, she knows about this fighting thing, but she's coming to take the gloves off today to teach us how to fight because we don't just want to fight in our marriage we want to fight with strategy and ultimately we want to fight to win not win the argument if you anything like me I'm I'm, I'm 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 recovering I'm recovering from being right all the time um but she's gonna really teach us how to fight for our marriage how to fight the way God says that we should fight right so with no further ado I'm gonna introduce to you guys some of you I'm sure some of you already know her but we have with us Laura Gether. She is a marriage coach. She is an author and she has been doing this thing for a while. So Laura, just, just speak to us about who you are and why are you even so passionate about this? Thank you for having me first and foremost. As she stated, I am Laura Gethers and thank you for saying my name correctly. <laughs> I have been a marriage coach for five years. And as she stated, I'm the author of your marriage is worth fighting for. It is a 30-day devotional. And I'm also the creator of the Gloves on How to Fight Fair in Your Marriage Workshop, which we are going to dig a little bit into today. Why did I get in this arena? I got into, into the ring. How about that? Yes. I got into the ring um, in regards to marriage because marriage is a part of my life. I've been married for 13 years. And we all know that once you get married, you realize that there are things that you didn't know. And unfortunately, a lot of us don't take the time to get to know how to navigate through the different seasons. And I've seen some of my very dear friends navigate through the seasons the wrong way. And they asked for help. They weren't willing to go to counseling. They weren't willing to um, do the things that some others may be willing to do. But what they were willing to do was come to a workshop where it was non-threatening, where they could get some tools and strategies and then go home and apply them. And so that's what got me in this ring in regards to marriage coaching, wanting to be a help, wanting to establish God's promises in the hearts of those that I love. This wasn't about a larger audience. I didn't start trying to reach the people that I've been able to reach. I started trying to reach the people that I loved. Mm. And so from there, all of this has unfolded. Absolutely. I, I, there's something that you said just in your introduction, you know, I got to jump into it. Um, I heard you say that you provide tools and strategies. Something I feel like I realize is that some of us have the tools, 
but we don't necessarily know the strategy to use them. So I love that you just said, it sounds like those two are married. You can have the tools, but if you don't know how to use the hammer, you'll use it on the wrong thing. So what does it even mean to fight for your marriage? To fight for your marriage first means that you have to understand what your marriage was created for, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're fighting for the mission of your marriage. You're fighting to accomplish the mission, the goal, the purpose that God has for you and your spouse. You're not fighting for your spouse to love you. You're not fighting to change your spouse. You're not fighting to get approval from your spouse. Lord Jesus. You're fighting to accomplish the mission that God has for you and your spouse. That's what fighting for your marriage means. My God, Laura, we only two minutes in. I'm, I'm going to need you to baby step the people. <laughs> you said that and my whole body just quivered like, oh my God, especially when it comes to fighting for approval. I know for me, that's something that I have struggled with for a while. And to be quite honest and transparent with you guys, sometimes I still, I still am fighting um, for approval when it comes to my husband or just looking for him to tell me like, yes, you are doing it right. Or or you had this excellent wife. And at times when I don't get that thing, can I be real with y'all today? When I don't be real, get that be thing, real. I'm like, I'm like, God, what's going on? Am I doing this thing right? So when I hear you say that we are fighting for the mission, oh, you about to deliver us today. You, 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 you really about to get us all the way together. And I am saying us, even though I'm hosting this podcast, when you speak, you are speaking directly to me as a millennial wife, as a newlywed, I'm really trying to walk in this thing for the mission. That's what you just said that stood out to me. It's not about getting it right or getting it wrong, but God, what do you say? What's the mission? How do I do Jesus? The mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and I think that mission change is, is different for every single marriage. Yeah. Because every single one of us is called to accomplish something different. For the building of the kingdom of God. Remember, we are we are one body with many parts. Mm-hmm. So your mission is going to help further whatever part of the body God trusts you with. Ooh. And we have to understand that. A lot of times, that's why I say it's very dangerous to make another couple your goals. Oh my God. Because if you begin to model your marriage after them, then what you're doing is you're accomplishing their mission for them. with them so that means that another part of the body isn't get getting what it needs because you're so busy trying to model yourself after someone else who has been called to do something different Mm. and so and that's as an individual but especially as a couple because we know that when two or more come into agreement when two or more are together there is power in that and so yeah. you want to make sure that you're putting your energy and your efforts towards accomplishing the mission that God has for you and your mission can be something as simple as um the Davis family yeah m- mission is to bring forth wisdom insight and resources to married couples to mm-hmm. help strengthen the family unit come on that could be y'all's mission or it could be for you to to leave a legacy of wealth for your family to leave yeah. a legacy of education whatever it is for the glory of god because as christians if you are one then our mission should result in god getting glory come on right 
And if you're not one, your mission should be bigger than you. Yeah, yeah. And so we have to understand that, that the mission is what we are setting out to accomplish and how we accomplish that mission is going to look different in every season. Mm. I'm about the, I wish y'all could see my face right now because you just said so much in that, that you would be modeling, oh Jesus, modeling the behavior of somebody else's relationship goals. When you said that, what I heard you say is that you're going to end up fighting that warfare that don't even belong to you. And getting beat up because you're not equipped for it. Come on. Just just break that, that part right there. Just break that down right there because we really need to understand how to fight and Mm -hmm. when to fight. So if I'm trying to walk in a blueprint, oh my Jesus. Didn't I tell y'all she was coming to deliver today? If I'm walking in a blueprint of somebody else's marriage, that means I'm, I'm, I'm not even able to accomplish the mission of my marriage. So a lot of the fights that I might be fighting don't even belong to me to begin with. Nope. And, and God equips us for what he's called us for. Mm. So if you haven't been equipped for that calling, then you're going to get knocked out. (laughs) You're going to get knocked out. But can we rewind just a little bit in case there's a single listening to this podcast or someone who is engaged and looking forward to getting married? I want to say this very clearly. Lightweights don't get in the ring with heavyweights. Mm. No, you guys say that one more time. I know they can rewind the podcast, but I need you to say that one more time. Lightweights don't get in the ring with heavyweights. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that, right? You need to be in your weight class. And if you go getting in the ring with someone who has a different mindset, someone who has a different mission, purpose, goal than you, that's what it means to be unequally yoked. Mm. And so you are going to be the heavyweight and they're going to be a lightweight and you're wondering why they aren't fighting the way you are. So before you even say, I do, you need to make sure that your morals, that your purpose that your ideas about finances and children and your religious practices are in alignment with each other so that you both can be willing and able to step in the ring together, Mm. okay? And if you are married and you are now saying, wait a minute, I married a different weight class. This Come is what you're going to do it. because you don't get to just step out of the ring, right? Yeah. You got to get your weight up. So mm. you got to help them get their weight up, right? And so that means that you come alongside of them and you bring in the resources that you need. That's when I say you call in a referee, which we'll get to that a little bit later. You bring in the resources that they need to ensure that you both are growing in the same direction, not necessarily at the same pace. Oh, that's good. Growing in the same direction. They have to learn a little bit more about finances, right? You're already there. You know about savings. You know about investments. You know about the stock market. You know about when to, when to buy certain things. Mm-hmm. You know the importance of whole life insurance and term life insurance. 
they have to get to that point, right? Yeah. So we want to have grace during the growth period, but we want to make sure that we're still growing in the same direction. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Grace during the growth period. We're we going to say, say lie on that. So how, Laura, let me tell you, I got to pull my ponytail back because you, you, you done blew my wig back real quick. And I ain't even wearing one today, but but you did anyway. Because <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's not even funny. It's just the jewels that you drop. If we stop this podcast right here, you, you done already said and did enough for us to even start to process how to begin before we even step in the ring. Like who are you getting in the ring with? So I love that you you even dropped that gem for the singles who are watching or the people that are, I said, watching. Lord God, because I can see her. If, y- if y'all can see what I can see right now, it's just th- like the glory of God for real. Um, but we're, now we're in this marriage, right? Because marriage will make you say some days like, why, Lord? Why? 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 Why did this? How I get here? Why did I marry this person? Um, and even when you are equally yoked, right? Because yes. some, some real things do come up. Life yes. gets the life in, people get the people in. You know, we go through different seasons. So when we are married to the person that we are equally yoked with and God has ordained this marriage, how do we begin to fight? And I'm talking about those days. It don't, it don't even have to be on the hard days because I realize that there's some day-to-day things too that you just like, you see, you know, this, this ain't working for me right here. And if you anything like me and God is strengthening you in the area of humility, help me, Jesus, you know, I need thee every day. How do you now put aside the things that are, that are, that are causing you the differences? I'll say, how do you put those things aside so that you can fight? Like, how do you fight? That's a, thank you for asking that question. First, I'm going to say the first thing you fight is your flesh. Do you play with me today? Individuals. The first thing we're going to fight is our flesh, our desire to be right, Mm. our desire to win an argument. We're going to fight our desire to not do the things that we know we should do in our marriage, to be quick to forgive to be slow to anger, slow to speak, quick to listen. Mm -hmm. We're going to fight against all of the fleshly desires that we have. That's what we're going to do. Now, how do we fight our flesh? With the word of God, Mm -hmm. with prayer, yes, with submission, getting under the mission that we have for our marriage. Because I'm not going to go out here and act all crazy spending money if we have a mission Mm -hmm. of being good stewards over our finances so i'm going to get under submission to the mission that we have for our marriage and i'm going to say how do i need to show up today Mm. to ensure that i'm helping us accomplish that mission so number one we're going to fight our flesh then number two we're going to fight our triggers oh hold up I got to sit back in my seat because I'm is I'm clear that the whole Holy Ghost sent you for me today. <laughs> We're going to fight our triggers. 
because there are things that our spouses may do that trigger something inside of us. And that can yeah. be from childhood trauma. That can be from previous relationships. Mm-hmm. And that can be from annoyances, straight up annoyances. So right. we're going to fight our triggers. We're going to fight the stuff that's going on inside of us. And we're going to fight the stuff that's going on around us. Absolutely. Because a lot of times if I am fighting against all these different things that I don't have strength to fight the real fight. Yes. To fight the enemy that's coming to kill, steal, and destroy my Mm. marriage. Because now I've nitpicked about the socks. I've nitpicked about the toilet paper. I've nitpicked about (laughs) you not saying things the way that I want you to say them. Come on. I want you to respond to them. So now we're facing each other because I've nitpicked all day. I haven't controlled my flesh. I haven't controlled my thoughts about you so now we're fighting face to face and so all I can see is you and all you can see is me when we need to be fighting back to back so that we can see the parameter around us so that we can see the enemy trying to come in Mm. that's what that's what we need to be focusing on but instead because I've allowed my flesh and my triggers to rule how I'm feeling today yeah then now all I see is everything that you're doing wrong or how I feel about you. Mm. I'm not seeing the attack. I'm not seeing the enemy gaining ground around us. Come on. Oh my God. And, and, and just to be clear, there's a time to bring up grievances. There's a time yes. to talk about, uh, to talk about those things that, that you guys need to have the tough conversations about. I just want to make it very clear that that's not what she's speaking about. Nope. She's talking about the things that we can really afford to let go, mm-hmm. but we don't because like you're saying, Laura, the, the flesh, when I took the flesh just wants what it wants. What One of my it. favorite scriptures, <laughs> I just love Paul. Paul, Paul is just the OG for me. Between Paul and Peter, they, they it's, it's the two of them for me, right? But I just love what Paul say, that that I want to do, I don't do. And what I don't want to do, that's what I end up doing, right? Yes. And it's, it's in those day-to-day, people ask me, what do you feel like makes a marriage? And I say, what makes a marriage is the day-to-day. Every single moving part. It's not like you take this piece and then you take this piece. No, it's every single awakening moment every every time you guys are interacting together and when you're apart because the things that we do apart can affect how we're showing up in a marriage right and it's made up of these small moments that you're talking about yes choosing to to not go behind my husband and say like you wash the dishes but you left a whole bunch of soap on them why i'm learning now i could just go rinse them off um but i feel like when it comes to millennials especially there's this strong sense of this, this E word. I wasn't going to bring it up today, but the E word needs to come out. There's a strong sense of entitlement that we do bring into the marriage. I don't know if it's, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, or, or if we just, we just want what we want. We want how we want it. And we feel like we're very entitled to these things. But this, this, the caveat, we feel like we're entitled to it without doing the work. <laughs> so when I hear you say, like you have to fight your flesh. That That's something that you got to do every minute of the day. It is, but we do it in any other environment. Oh, I'm going to need you to say that. Talk about that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to say that. that. In any other environment, 
we are willing and able to mm. fight our flesh. We do it at church. Come we on. do it in places of employment. We do it in public places. We do it with our parents. Mm. We do it with our friends. We just somehow feel like we can just let that guard down with our spouse. And I want to talk about that too. Yeah. In a little bit. But let's be very clear. And I thank you for clarifying that because there are times where we are going to have these hard conversations. Mm-hmm. But the hard conversations, the hard topics that we bring up, when we create an environment of peace, when we create an environment where your, your words are heard, you aren't being caught, cut off. When we create an environment where you feel safe and secure, yeah. then you can bring those things to me. See, we're mm. not going to bring up issues every single day. And that's why it's important to have family meetings or, or to have set aside times where you say, hey, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Or however you're going to phrase that to let your spouse know that there's something on my heart. And I would like for us to have ample amount of time to sit and communicate it because I've dealt with my what flesh, flesh. I've dealt with my triggers. And so now I'm in a mindset that I can come and sit before you and we can have a conversation. I'm not mm. springing this on you because I feel like, oh, this is a moment. I can't control myself right now. I just need to say it. No, yeah. in any other environment, we don't do that. So we know how to do it. It's a choice. Mm. Do I choose to honor you as much as I do the people on my job? Oh, do I choose Lord. to honor you as much as I do as my pastor or the, the, the leaders in the church or the people in the church? Yeah. Do I choose to honor you as much as I do my parents? Because that's what it comes down to. Honor, choice. respect, mm. choice. So these are things that we, most of us are struggling with. We know how to do it. Mm. right oh my god but for some reason our spouse doesn't get that and I am guilty of it this is something that I really really had to learn because I come from some hot-tempered people Mm -hmm. and and I always felt like I would say that I am a there are three types of fighters that I like to address the first one is the attacker yeah. You want to address everything, every second, every minute, <laughs> and you want your solution to be the answer, right? Oh. What you come up with is the right answer. Then you Help have me, the retreater. Yeah. The retreater is the one who doesn't want to address anything. They're going to go along with whatever you say because they they just, they they rather have external peace and, and then have internal war, right? Oh, say that, Laura. That's the retreater because none of these people are doing it the right way. Let's be very clear. Yeah. And then we have the dancer. Let me check the temperature. Uh, <laughs> let me, you know, I'm going to say something. I'm going to be passive aggressive about it. I'm not going to address Ooh. the issue. I'm going to be passive aggressive about it. That's the dancer. So I'm, you're going to know something wrong, but you don't know what's wrong, mm. right? But then we have the fighter, the one who is strategic. They know when Come to attack us. They know when to attack an issue. They know when to fall back from an issue, when to retreat from an issue. And they even know when to dance, but they're dancing to see, you know, how do you feel about this? Is this mm-hmm. the right time to address mm-hmm. it? Right? 
They're not dancing to throw these little jabs at you to make you feel a certain way. So just uncomfortable enough that you know something's wrong, but you don't know really what's wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give you the silent treatment, but they're not talking all crazy at you, right? Right, That's right, right. So we have those three types of people in which none of them are fighting fair mm-hmm. or fighting in a healthy way. And we have to know which one are we. We have to know which one is our spouse. So if I know that you're an attacker and I'm an attacker, we got a problem. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. But if, so we know that we really need to set the atmosphere. Yeah. We need to set some ground rules and how we're going to engage in conversation. And that means understanding our triggers. That means if you walk out the door, when I'm talking to you, I'm going to have a serious problem. Your tone of voice matters to me. Mm-hmm. So don't get loud because I'm going to get louder. Yeah, right? this is good. So, so we learn these things about ourselves and about our spouse so that when we do come to deal with whatever issue we're facing, we're doing it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. This is That's good. That's, we need to know. that strategy. As as you as you were mentioning, I'm gonna, I, you mentioning the different kind of fighters. I'm like, okay, I'm the I'm the first one. Then I'm like, oh, I'm the second. One. Oh, I'm the third. I mean, I'm just all sometimes. It depends on which day you catch me on. But I love how the fighter. It sounds like the fighter is all encompassing, but they yes. use strategy. Yes. Because, because an attacker, think about it. It's good that you want to address the issues. That means that you're not going to have a whole lot of stuff lingering around, right? Yeah, yeah. A retreater, it's good that you don't always want to address everything, that there is a peace that you want to establish, but let's make sure that that peace is internal and external, mm. right? We're not going to have external peace and then you have a whole war going in, on inside of you because that's going to result in some issues later on in our marriage right right especially and resentment then, yes and when they feel like their voice isn't being heard yeah but then the dancer as well it's good to check the temperature mm-hmm. it's good to make sure that it's a good time to bring up a situation we want to do these things in a healthy way yeah so as long you can have all those different character traits, but you have to use them. So yes, we're going to bring up the issue, but I'm not going to attack you. I'm going to attack the issue. Yes, I'm going to create peace, but I'm going to do it in a way that I'm also using my voice. I'm also communicating my thoughts. I'm also having input about this situation. I'm not just going to be silent when I really do have something to say about it. Right, right. So there's, there's a harmony to be created. So we, we talked a lot about the, the day-to-day things. How do we fight when we're going through like those real tough challenging seasons? And I'm talking about the seasons where you don't even know if you want to be married anymore, because I think it's, it's the day-to-day. Well, for me anyway, and what I see when I work with couples, the day-to-day nuances, the things that we can really get by, you know, ignoring the dirt ring around the tub leaving hair in the sink and things like that. I feel like it's a little easier to navigate when you're not going through a challenging season. It seems like when you're in a challenging season, everything finna make you flare up for real. (laughs) Everything. You forgot to turn off the light before you laid in the bed. I'm I'm tight right now. 
So when we end those seasons, the ones where we just really like God, show me the way out of the marriage at this point. How do we, how do we decide? Cause I know it's a choice. How do we decide to fight? Or if we say, hey, I'm going, I'm going to stay. I want to see what God is saying about this marriage. How do we get through those seasons fighting in ways that's healthy? Because, you know, we don't always choose the healthy way when we're in those seasons. So how do we navigate the turbulence of those, of, of the valley seasons? And you, you're right. We don't always choose the healthy way because I, I always have to remind people we handle conflict, conflict like we are in a boxing ring not a street fight oh right now do y'all hear these bars it's, it's the bars for me <laughs> some people you know you may not have ever been in a street fight or seen a street fight i'm not that person i've seen them and i've been in them and there are no rules right there are no boundaries you do whatever whatever however whenever to ensure that you win that fight because mm, you fighting to survive in them streets oh come on laura oh my right? god but in a boxing ring there is someone there outside of the parameters the boundaries the the ropes around the ring right so there are boundaries there's rules there's also a referee mm. and that's how you navigate through that very hard season you call in the right referee to help you and your spouse because if it's something that you two can't get through on your own yeah get the resources that you need to get through it absolutely so if you're having financial issues get a financial counselor if you're dealing with some trauma maybe one of you need to go speak to a psychologist or a therapist yeah if it's reoccurring marital issues that are starting to just overwhelm you and overtake your marriage then go see a counselor so there are ways for you to get through that hard time without knocking each other out, but choosing to knock out the issue. Mm. There are ways that you can do that, but it requires you having a referee. And for those of you who have a little bit of challenge when it comes to bringing an outsider into your marriage, yeah. remember referees don't determine who wins or who lose. Ooh. They determine sure you fight fair. They make sure that you adhere to the guidelines. They know when to send you to your corner. Mm. So maybe you're going through a really, really, really hard time that you just seem, you can't seem to get through. Maybe it is time to call in a referee. Mm. That right. This I, I'm, I'm just about to drop the mic, y'all, because I want the mic drop effect at the end of, of, of that sentence right there. So calling the resources, and that is the reoccurring theme that keeps coming up regarding marriage it, it you just can't survive it without a community you without community. the referee you without need. yes without the resources without the guidelines like you said without using the bible as your blueprint um for what's appropriate and what's not this 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 whole podcast just blessed my entire life i'm telling you i i'm excited for our listeners um, if you can just leave them with just just like the one tip that you want to drive home, what would that be? When you're fighting for marriage, a lot of times you, when you're fighting for your marriage, when you're fighting against the issues and the, the situations that arise in your marriage, 
a lot of times you want to quit. You're asking yourself, is it really worth it? Is what I'm going through really worth it? And what I would say to you is there are three other people that we didn't mention, well, in this podcast that are mm-hmm. in that boxing ring that are, are part of that fight. And those are the judges. Mm. So you have the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit, if you're Christians. Yeah. And they're not looking to see if you won the argument. They're mm. looking to see if you applied the principles that you had because you're only responsible for the for the things that you have. Did you apply what you had mm. to help bring forth solution and peace to your marriage? So you get to say, you get to make the choice. You can hear, well done, or you can hear, I won. Mm. Oh, to win the fight and injure your spouse injure your marriage, injure the mission, or you can choose to hear well done. And the choice is yours. And that's what I would leave you with. Yes. All right. So I, I, I know that this one is about to be a whole replay. Um, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen in to this podcast today, the Millennials Marriage Podcast. This podcast is for you. This podcast is for the millennial who wants to create a healthy, thriving marriage. It is practical tools based on biblical principles because what we get to understand is that this, the practicality of what the Bible is telling us as it regards marriage, as it regards living. So thank you guys for tuning in again. Until the next episode, stay up. Thank you.